It's Tim Albright with AV Nation taking a look at the Black History Month, celebrating Black History Month with the Black experience in the AV industry. Uh, my name is Tim Albright, your host. With me is Anthony Watson, Sr., uh, AV engineer for the great USC. Welcome, sir. Thank you for having me. Uh, and I have, I am, I am contractually obligated to say fight on because if I don't, then Joe Way will beat me in some way, shape, or form. Um, so <laughs> let's uh, let's take a look at, at kind of where you sit, right? Where you sit in the in the industry. Obviously, technology manager. You you work in in the higher ed space. Um, so talk for a second about you know um, what it means to be you know an engineer, an AV engineer inside you know one of the one of the biggest schools, certainly in the state of California, but I would argue probably in the country, in the U.S. as well? Sure. Uh, you know, to be quite honest, um, it's a wonderful experience. You know, what I've learned over the past few years uh, in this new role. Uh, I've been building up to this role for, I'd say, about six years. Okay. Um, one, of the, uh, one of the great things about working at USC is the fact that, you know, it's a higher education institution. And so pretty much everything we do is surrounded in higher ed. So that includes, you know, students and faculty, and they also push us, you know, to uh, better ourselves through higher ed, whether that be within our, um, you know, perspective fields or whether it be outside of our fields. They really push us, uh, you know, to look at higher ed as a stepping stone or as a way to reach your goals in life. So I really personally enjoyed working at the university. It's It's been it's been a wonderful trip over the last 13 years. You said you've, you've been working up to this, um, this position for six years. You've been at USC for 13. How did you get involved in AV? Like what, what's the, these stories are always fascinating to me because there are 15,000 different, different reasons why people end up in AV. So how did you? Yeah. Well, I ended up in AV due to the fact that uh, I pretty much reached the top of my tier in the help desk forum or in the help desk arena, I guess you could call it. Um, you know, I worked at help desk at uh, Earthlink. I supervised and yep. managed my own help desk team uh, prior to USC. And when I came to USC, I actually came on board as a network operations center specialist, uh, which meant data center work, uh, HVAC work, um, you know, things of that nature. And then from there, I moved into the help desk because I seem to kind of plateau in the, um, in the network operations center. And so I decided I'd go back to something that I knew fairly well, which was help desk. And uh, from help desk, I you know, picked up a call one day from someone in one of the classrooms. And you know, although I didn't know the AV system itself, the problem that the user had seemed to be stemming from their laptop. And so I just helped them troubleshoot PowerPoint, you know, via their laptop, which, you know, solved their problem. And from there, I became curious. And so I started searching around campus to find out, you know, who supports these rooms. And from there, uh, I met up with uh, my boss at that time. His name was uh, Bert. And, um, you know, from there, it just, it went uphill from there. <laughs> I, I want to hit on something here because so much of the industry, the AV part of the industry has moved to network, right? And you mentioned the fact that you were involved in the NOC and the network operations centers. How much of that, uh, of your history there and your experience there has helped you over the last six years as part of, you know, getting in, into the engineering part 
and and developing you know the engineering uh, and and in the design of AV systems because they are you know a lot of them are not now you know moving to the network. That's correct, AV over IP. Um, absolutely. You know, I will say this: everything that I did up until my AV role, my current AV role, has helped me along the way. Um, you know, my help desk work, my understanding of networks from the network operations center that was all used during my time at the help desk you know understanding ip networks and tcp ip point-to-point uh, -point protocol and things of that nature those were all important for me to understand in order for me to move into an av role um, and the reason for that wasn't just because of the network portion but it was because of the mentality it takes to you know troubleshoot you know, to be able to look at something from multiple perspectives and eliminate, you know, what cannot be the problem. So that way you can find the problem. So all in all, the, the network portion did help me, but I have that information and that knowledge, you know, stemming from high school, you know, because we were coming into in 19, in 1995, when I graduated, we were coming about the age of, you know, personal computers. They were still very expensive at that time. And so having an understanding of how to get a computer connected via a modem with modem strings and things of that nature, that was really popular back then. It was really intriguing. So all in all that, you know, stemming from high school is where that, that portion of my network education started. And it's very important because, you know, like you said, AV over IP is going to be the new norm. You know, I shouldn't say going to be, but it is the new norm now. It is the new norm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and you and I are, are you're, you're a little bit younger than me, not much, but you are a little bit younger than me. It, but I, I, you're saying that, that, you know, getting that, those computers on the network is, is part of high school. And I still remember, you know, some of those computers classes and the programming, programming classes from high school is, is started. It was certainly the start, it, the, the germ of, uh, of a lifelong love of technology for a lot of us, right? Well, you and me were, where we, that, that's where we got our start. Um, and and the, the the first inkling of hey this is something different this is something new whether you know because you know your and, and my dad worked on carburetors right on on actual you know you know engine blocks right and and nowadays there there are fuel injections right well there was a, there was a transition there same thing with 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 our generation where we grew up with some of the first computers uh, at least I did with some of the first computers in my school district. Um, and getting that that exposure certainly helped, you know, um, fertilize a, a love of technology. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and turn the corner here a little bit and, and kind of get your, you know, you you said you spent 13 years at USC before then, you know, in in various help desks. Regardless of whether it was it was your previous employer or or USC in general society right in general right there there are certain obstacles that that people of color face what are some of the 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 obstacles and the hurdles that you've had to overcome being a black person being a black man in the av industry sure uh, one of the first obstacles i overcame um and it took for a huge change for me was um my name uh, my my given name is jarell Okay. Um, you know, father of Superman spelled a little differently, but, but still uh, cool. Learned... <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But I learned very quickly that, um, 
you know, by folks seeing my first name, they had a thought, you know, automatically of who I was and I didn't get any interviews. And so I had to go by my middle name, you know, and um, as soon as I changed my name on my resume and my email address and, you know, everything, I all of a sudden started getting interviews. And then once I got in front of the folks, you know, hiring managers and things of that nature, they realized, okay, you know, this guy's got potential or he's, he's got a lot of knowledge, you know, he brings with him a lot of experience. And then it was a whole lot easier for me to, you know, get into, uh, you know, the, the jobs that I really wanted, you know, I was able to get mentors and things of that nature, um, which kind of helped pave the way for where I am now. There, there are several studies um, out there that highlight exactly what you're talking about. Uh, and that is the implicit bias of, of just non-Anglo names, I, I guess is the best way to put that. And, and it's unfortunate, and it's something that I think that we should as a society work to, to, to kind of fight against, but it, it's still there, right? It, it's still there, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. Um, one of the questions that, that we've, we've asked, and, and I will, we've, we've, I've said this in a couple of different interviews where um, we've had a couple of folks help us with some of these questions because again, I, 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 am a, I'm a white guy, right? I know where I, I know where I am. So there are some experiences I don't have. Um, and one of the most fascinating questions I'm going to ask you now, there is a choice when you come up against racism. There's a choice when you come up against bias and that choice is whether or not to overcome it. That choice is whether or not to fight against it or to go a different way. So the question then is, is, is for you, Anthony, why did you choose? To, to overcome it? Why did you choose to, to kind of uh, overcome those biases and those hurdles? Sure. Well, from a young age, my mother, you know, taught me, you know, there's nothing to fear except fear itself. So there's a solution to pretty much everything you run into in life. All it takes is a little bit of backbone and hard work and chances are you'll overcome it. And so, you know, I, I learned really early uh, to take things like uh, criticism, and learn from it. Um, you know, one of my first mentors said to me that, you know, you were a very intelligent, intelligent individual. The problem is you're too quiet. You don't talk enough, you know, to let folks know, you know, how much knowledge that you have. And so from there, that kind of, you know, made me realize I am, you know, I'm the last person to raise my hand but if someone's next to me and they don't know the answer, I'll whisper it in their ear and say, here's the answer, <laughs> you know, go ahead and raise your hand, you know? And uh, that kind of sparked my management career uh, because my, my, my mentor and my boss at that time, Maria, she gave me a platform to do just that, which was, um, she put me into a supervisory role and she let me choose my own team. Uh, she let me train my own team she let me pretty much build the environment that I wanted to work in and that, you know, kind of helped mold me into the person that I am today. Um, she always asked me to focus on, you know, being that kind ear and listening. And then after you get done listening, absorb said information and do one of two things, either shut up or give some form of, you know, positive advice. And those are the things that kind of helped me, you know, uh, move forward in, in my career. The, the ability to choose to shut up sometimes, I think, 
is understated <laughs> in some bosses. Let's just put it that way and, and I'll leave that there. Um, as we wrap up here, Anthony, uh, take a moment and, and talk to a young a young person of color. Talk to a young black man. Talk to a young uh, a black woman. Why should they consider AV as a career? Well, I will say this. I've had so much fun in this career. Um, I've learned a lot, you know, coming from the IT world and having that interest in technology and understanding that there's a whole nother realm of, of technology that we haven't seen or used that works behind the scenes. And if you're intrigued by that, then this is probably the place for you, especially if, you, if you've plateaued in your perspective field. Uh, I will say this also, um, everything that is going on in the IT field is being introduced now in the AV and every other field that has to deal with technology, whether it be the infrastructure, whether it be cloud systems, even AV uh, systems are starting to use the cloud. And so it's important that if you want to expand your knowledge or expand, you know, your, your, your curiosity, you know, so to speak, or if you want to, you know, grab that curiosity and learn something new, that's what AV is going to do for you. It's going to open that up, open those doors for you. And I give you a whole new place to uh, learn. All right. Very good. Anthony Watson from USC. Thank you so much, sir, sir for your time. Uh, somebody wants to connect with you or the folks, uh, fine folks at USC. How do they do that? Uh, you can reach me at my uh, email address, anthony.watson at usc.edu. All right, very good. Anthony Watson from USC. Uh, fight on uh, for us, for AV Nation. Uh, go by our website, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. You'll find this program and our two weeklies looking at the AV uh, industry from the commercial side and the resi side. All that and more at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv.